stories, Hackmeg wandered over for a cup, the side tilted just a bit as he walked into the sunny dungeon pies and other morsely treatable owls and amenables, he had 35 cents. He walked in, stippled lip from a slight shaving accident, and tossed his 35 cents into the tip jar. Careful with that, fella, he said. You could buy a paper with that. Frog, the editor just smiled as he usually does when he's being bullied or getting ready to trim his toenails. This time was both. Not in the coffee shop, man, don't forget what happens to dead cellular phones. They get recycled as little girls' tricycles. Well that's alright, Hackmeck, I'll buy one for your family next time you've got a date with Lillary. She wrote me the other day. Dear editor, she's always so formal. Yes, Lillary was a peach and like getting into the vertical columns on the paper, sideways. Extra extra. So the coffee tariffs are up again, eh old man? Surprised to see you so spend thrift at the till. Oh that's for the tables. It's a bizarre banquet from the street festival tonight. Lights action superstars. Indeed, the narrative had been left justified for 75p in last week's paper by another secret admirer of the bazaar, they sent a basket of baskets filled with gaskets, that's got to be something clever. What's clever? Frog asked. Weird I was just thinking to myself, it must be the coffee. You didn't have any. Oh that must be why then too, much of a non-creamed thing. It's time to get over to Peru. Get me the phone. Send us a message at anchor fm slash aquaqlabs and tell us what you want to hear. It's April 20th, 2020 and this is Aquaqlabs C3W. Chattering deep into the light bright webbings of patterned feet is this podcast brought to you on the anchor.fm platform from the labs of AquaQ. Anchor.fm is available for iOS and Android, brings a free and clear interface for your podcast creator genius with royalty-free music and sound effects. That make you sound from the radiophonic workshop with segments for you to advertise yourself in the cash money you so deserve. Available everywhere. Podcasts are free. Just do the queue. The story of our energetic twisteries of dot QSAT on a Thursday, no less, is more. Day became night as was the middle ground of the evening and carried on. As he was in normality, his brain jiggled just with the bits of telephonery which was perhaps a call yet to be answered. And so it rang. Ring. The switchboard was dusty in a corner part of town in which the operator sat. Near pugs and near disrepair for the facts of conversations on blocks which hummed alongside each other from house to house and with the banks of women who managed our heavenly connection towards and about each other and for the days past and nights set to come, and even the idling where young women spun loose a cord of wire on their beds, to dream of being old to be young again, and to spend the nights about it all and dance and find their love and art and all the while draw from dreams we shared, and share through voice on this. These copper metals, found not so long ago in the fires of community minerals, worn gently as gifts and for the art of it all, she spoke, as in the bicycle she stowed for her remembrance of childhood, and the promise of her perpetual remainder in the pursuit of such a skill to ride. It wasn't all in the letter, it was more in his character, you know, his language, as in well-versed and, well, how's things picking up for you? Slash slash. Miranda sat with her notebook, open to page 11, with our friends the EGS pondering away at her now poetry as she stammered for a continuation of the verse. 
her television was on pause, taped earlier, and frozen in still life was the static jumps of the magnetic heads which bore efforts to grip around taped heads with a taut calibration which was the expectation of motion. She picked up the phone and dialed by stored memory. CHLLNK. Q's hand reached over to dim the light and picked up the receiver, and answered in his usual way, which was not to speak but just listen. Miranda by way of her nature chose to make calls in the same fashion, fashion after the idea that an operator would introduce them to her. She waited and they both sat, with silent electric slit from edgy retrospect. Well you could at least. Hello Freedom. I imagined it was you. Good thinking using land. It's all up in the air these days, eh? She grinned, and see. By the way, still in about, are we? Up for anything or am I still taking notes? Well how are the little guys? Still taking up poetry? Got a bit of life on the marginal edge of justified rule, eh? They are sleeping. I think the theater blew their mind or something. I think we went overboard, as in overshot the arc, eh? I think they'll be alright, but they're on my mind. You know how that works she thought about Geneva, and picked up a cookie. Q thought about the EGS and imagined them tucked into their paper beds, shielded by the pulpy puppets of their own artistry and fractal dynamics. They ran on whatever cycle was available, as in a sine wave, but Miranda noted how well they adapted to her cadence of rest and dark emotion. It was their nature to survive, and even though she worried about their well-being, she didn't want to run them unnecessarily, and so they rested on that desire. Miranda too had adjusted, in part because of the year-long project to get these guys, and moreover for the needs of the immediate, as now adaptation had introduced her to paths not yet traveled. She clicked on the stereo and hung with Q, on the curved wire which doubled in length as they found each other in the middle of their circle, at once and more. Is it me? Came the silence in electrics. Grappling. Whenever you pick up this phone it rings in my head. Music blade? Characters typed the teletype from a history of the copper, wired up as a memory. What is it you want me to say? Is it what you want? Is that us? How are we? Still, from side to side, together and left, apart or in our mind's eye, frayed in sunshine like the iris of triangles you wrote me about today? He glanced around as if to ask somebody else, and they looked, as they always do he looked back to find her, while she turned simultaneously towards and away him and on and around they searched for the bit to find each other, quite literally that bit which is always on and on and about origin. So she spoke. You know you're not allowed to do that to me, I mean you are, but, you know, I can't handle the correlation with this many people on the wire. How can we think or know anything about anything if the line gets hijacked as in those lunatics with the chemicals to seep around the glassier parts of our eyes? Silence. Well I say silence, there was an actual amount of incredible silence on the line. That is the natural background of the universe, with the only solid connection at the end points of our defunct pack bell. Put that aside was her voice. The background is just like the film we watched, it changes to match the foreground, and if you stare into it, it'll change the foreground too, you know that, you're writing in both dimensions he worried for a second, well that hurts, he tried to grin, as in the cycle, and exactly 11 times 22 plus 20. That's middle C. I've been studying about circles. 
They've got me spinning, and not in the predictable benefit of ways, you know. I'm hungry, Miranda blurted. Of all the things. Well materially speaking, my gut feel is a little overloaded on chocolate. Here let me put you on hold. She put the receiver onto her speaker and it played some light dance techno from the 90s into Q's ear. He got up and walked around too, with the telephone to his ear, and his eyes around and about the place, as he was out of it a bit, and out of time, and his desire to continue to create was impeded like this copper wire, with more than enough electricity to keep the circuit, but near an activity of voice towards either side to promote wellness, in their personal maths of disruptive not disruption, as in to say their continuity was. Well it was reason that a focus on nothing in particular had led him and others in and around and off their rockers. Rocked the light switched on on the wall where more copper climbed into and around the concrete, thoughts of foundation, as in the series. And he surged. And he hurt. And he jabbed away at keys to his mind, because he couldn't find rest. And rest is not what he desired, and so they reasoned he wouldn't find it, and they tried with him to find it for him, but what was it? They knew. Did he? Well, that's impossible she got back on the line. We're out of chocolate. I mean. She stammered. Q. She waited. I know you're writing this down. What should I say? Do you know the core? She paused. You were doing it again. We was. He was jabbing at his mind to find her words and spatial time, without listening. So used to the chaos now that he once enjoyed to power over with a spark which lit up the party line. You can't keep on this way her voice was slow, there's too much stuff, the material, the light. It's randomized, and you know what that means. And by that no you're going to pause and tell me about it, if that will make you feel better. And you know it might. Q gently recovered for a second, and began again. The narrative turned for Q to speak, and he did, in his usual way and that was unusual. The meter. It's sticking the verses together. Like. The cadences are off. The lights are on and they just change intensity and the sensory spectrum was hitting at random pockets and between edges of what should be thought was body, and an idea was an appendage of an action, and so on. There was both overlap and underlap, and a body at rest it was not restful or resting, as in that API where you're not supposed to do the work. You were too focused on that quadrant, she poked at her cranium as if he could see her. You know that's the overflow from these bits. She flashed her breasts into a mirror in her room and smiled, adjusted herself, and straightened her jacket she was wearing. It's not going to go anywhere, unless you can plug the leak. The light translated to frequencies of urgency in her. I mean his, I mean. Well their voice. Maybe some rest, you know. I mean. Let me look something up. I'll put on some history and it'll be fine for a moment. Do you want the audio? I'll do with it, get on track, and get back to me. Our cross, the overlap of our sex, male and female, in trust and security, reference, theta, phi. As the perspective, as an angle within a circle, where that perspective indicates travel within and about the circle. Then take our chord, in music and as well the line with both end points on a circle, and further, as travel goes, our major scale, starting with a triangle denoted by CDE, 
then overlapping with a triangle FGA, then ABC. Nice one. The fourth note, F, for fail, intersects our first triad of CDE, as denoted by perhaps comma which depicts this intersects with two angles, as well the slash denoting the cross in sexes, this time diagonal, as in perspective to the cross. G and A continue to intersect D and E, with, theta, phi, and additionally by perspective we now have six angles, each with a mixture of, theta, phi, phi, theta. The return to C, as our octave doubles in frequency, middle 262 Hz to 523 Hz, double, but not a power of 2. Goes to B, which is a chord across the circle, intersecting, perhaps depending on your mode of travel, in this case the last angle, not intersected by, FGE, from our first triangle CDE, and then the last angle at return of field goal, also no intersected by, CDE. And perhaps B to C is now on another axis, we've either used X and Y or X and C, so perhaps Y? To elevate and spiral our triangles upwards, connecting them future such chords. But then they're not on the circle, perhaps they are the circle, spiral, Fibonacci. 1, 1, 2, 3, 5, 8, 13, 21. The corollary to Hebrew lettering, where the difference is free energy, and in the case of Fibonacci where life is the resultant of this energy, therefore the energy comes down from an infinity, and with probability exactly how expected, pi, and while pi's perfect probability indicates the non-theoretical infinity of negentropy, it is balanced by verse, which correlates three of infinite choice, and a set of pairs to provide an optimized ratio of choice and freedom. The upshot is our availability to start right away from the middle, and right towards any space to fill in with living, as is evident as life according to this participation from all angles, pointed. Good night. And this bit is just the bits to remind you to get your figure and figuring together and to and gathered with the dosh to provide for yourself and our environment to displace its paper tie in exchange for your misuse of plastic for the furthering exchange of ideas, and that is the book, A Wizard's Pocket, now unavailable on a slightly alien point of non-existence until you chose and purchase a one or many of, and ignorance is not in fact bliss and only bliss as created will be discovered, and so to further these and ideas, carry on with carrying this book, on your shelves and in, in fact your pocket and pocket books even, a book inside a book, so proceed in any eventfulness, this is AquaQ of AquaQlabs.com with San Francisco's Pisces of Peachy and Lovely Loverly C3W. Chattering deep into the light bright lovings of patterned feet is. This podcast, brought to you on the Anchor.fm platform from the labs of AquaQ, Anchor.fm is available. For iOS and Android, brings a free and clear interface for. Your podcast creator genius, with royalty-free music, and sound effects. That make you sound from the Radiophonic Workshop, with. Segments for you to advertise yourself in the cash money you so. Deserve. Available everywhere podcasts are free. Just do. The Q. Iconic ionic neutronic bionectronic tonic drips light to earth as electro light wave formulas formed.
for the reuse and purpose leisure to formulate or bisect, trisexualize, in the mind's eye and not a mattering of smatter oig, but just, in form, wished up, lands of free, or huddled masses of tissue dyes light and shadowy formulas, from me to another, and another to another, stuck on you again, eh? Freedom was her middle name, Miranda thought for herself. The mysteries of her brevities in light circular motions, motioned her antagonistic, character assignment to the left corner of the middle of space bar collegiate ruled a number punch notebook number 12. She grabbed it up and tried to read into it, but it was blank, ha, jokes on her, she thought to herself. Oh, ha, there you are again. Not yet, was the silence returned. It was an odd bunny who kept asking a silly question in the middle of an unwritten notebook. Yes and that was rewritten as well. Perhaps it was white out, or sticky tape or a typewriter with a dropped letter L or P or O, etc., in the middle grounded wire. So what am I supposed to do? She wrote into the middle of the notebook, as a dog waggled past and barfed near her shoes. Oh. It's that kind of day, is it? She put the notebook into her purse which fit just perfectly as drawn into a parallelogram and changing colors to velvet red. Roped, as in that bar where we're not allowed back, or so we'd imagined and never returned. Good, bounced the mafia player of the night, who probably was armed, at least with a pair of fives, but enjoyed the dreamery of an inner pocket, inner circle, circular room in motion to pan a bar with fresh dramatized evenings. Well that was some over-dreamery, again. SHH. You're not supposed to ruin it. Was the woman standing next to him? Password please. Yes that did keep popping up. Miranda was flipping through the notebook now randomly of discovering that the world did not make so much sense turned this way around, as she turned her notebook around. Maybe this way. Flip flip flip. Flipping. Oh. Turned and turned on. She quietly blushed and closed the notebook. Maybe earlier she thought, and by thought I meant said out loud into headspace she used to use to think to herself, and now thinks for anybody in a 25-foot pole vault space above the head stop pressed stop bar minded raised a glass ever or rarely touch anything at all sort of colors watch mind bender bits. Yeah that's the spot, she scratched her ear and looked down where the dog was still barfing. Ooh that's medical. She woofed to herself. The dog stopped and growled a satisfactorily oh I overate again kind of oh those shoes look nice and oh shiny thing in the pink sky today grinny glow. I guess this is my dog. She looked across to find another owner, will you take him, nods were just around the corner where nobody was actually or totally but actually talking with her through straws in their coffee, or empty cups they probably were. Does anybody drink anymore? Miranda fantasized that sets were set ups all the time, and glasses of flow champagne were flown in from actual champagne, where they stopped making the stuff but copyrighted the color. Yeah the whole town was in on it. Had some sort of flag party, or something? Bought an airline, and quietly took over the world for 35 seconds every three and a half weeks? The better part of summer, and a chocolate dipped winter, or so was the idea on buses between drug stops and an organized pop-up whatever they felt like, probably something with signs like a political rally, with a protest, and a granola factory outing, with embedded city shut down due to lack of permits, etc., all in a woozy perfect dream sequence by the owing party of whoever they thought you were, eh, Miranda? Oh yes, 
Hello, Q. I thought that was you. You've been in your head a lot lately, as usual but in the unusual places making usual again. Your symmetry was mere but a flicker that time Q said, as her left eye lit upper crinkle section flickered again. You should mention it, it happens twice, indeed and thrice, as they glanced at each other again. The two were standings juxtaposed by a vase, like in the picture, shadow and light, you know? Yes I do. Is there anything but dialogue on your mind right now? No, I think. Flowers for the vase. And a puppy for my friend here. And well that's on a notebook is blue and three-fourths the size now. I guess it'll wait. What aren't you doing here again, you? Quotients were a kind of divide they would notice from time to time, etc. After a bit, it became kind of like a two by four, wouldn't, you know? Yes. It was odd, in between as well. Parrots are wonkers that trodden donkeys in the street sign on the floor, no. The carrier pigeon. Okay the metal grating, not grating, well anyway, it's just there she pointed to the manhole cover. See? Yes it's not as complicated when you point it she pointed away. Her finger was a little out of control, and she pointed back at herself for effect. Ooh. That's me, or is it her finger jiggled off and hid under a couch in the middle of the grassy park area, where her notebook sat down for itself and began to write. Oh this is better. Materialization is the cornerstone of modern matter, that which is neither and neither and never both, or always sometimes, as the maths go, divided or not, AQ. The couch was a velvet sweetity blayway notebook matching godsend as leggings were getting extremely lengthy at moments between toes, etc. which one went to the market? The socialist no doubt, oh that was out of turn. Her foot turned, on, and she began to write. And by the time, by the time, try the time, I the rhyme, pie sauce, oh. Scratch 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 maybe an airplane. Or like, 100. Pose 0F that was the better part of handful of pages, with 100 micro airplanes folded and tossed around the couch ground, and her matters crossed her legs, and began to wonder if her legs were then cross. Trained in these matters, was her second smaller notebook, and she dug through her now crystal clear and edgy see-through purse, but only found a slice of gum. Fun? She popped it in her mouth, sideways. Like a harmonica. And it made a sound and she bit chomp when stomp butter butter cry baby won the fiddle loop they had nothing on this gum, float the numbers. The bubble dared not to burst, and by the time she was floating up she forgot how much gum turned her on, and pulled out a pin from her pocket and burst the bubble like a pop shop stop, and pink went. Everywhere she wrote neatly with a salt packet on a small patch of grass about an one-eighth of a mile from the barf. Now where's Pooch? Oh he's found girl Pooch. Good for him. I hope he gets supper. See you later Pooch. Woof, was the response, from the group, as it was, it was the usual altogetherness which kept them together. Ryan Ryan. Oh people had begun to find the airplanes. And the couch. It'll get ratty soon, when the rats find out and she packed up a bit. There was a mirror, a piece of string, and several more croutons in the notebook. Now what flavor is this? A bit of cheese fell out of her purse and onto the ground. A rat rolled through the small airport and looked quickly and puffed the cheese into a pouch on the left and sunk into the grass. Well, the grass, 
Brave little rat, didn't think he'd come out for that. Rat's eyes are glassy filmed as in water in the nocturnal concrete world, and where did they create? The life of a rat seemed to be unfolding from another section of town, and a rough party that was. Tuft hair, and blotted veins in tiny legs, and a tail. Well, call it a tail. It was actually like a piece of carpet, dripping around corners, and idly being non-mildly wild, and pointed was its non-point, to further the ideological notion which was that trash is food. Yeah I'll keep the one, it thought to itself. A little onomatopoeia was all it needed, for itself this mid-afternoon. What was I doing on the grass, anyway? Looking at the girl's feet, oh yes. Toes. Yes I remember. And then the cheese dropped out of thin-lipped sky, indeed. That always happens when I need cheese. God must love rats, at any rate. No less than five on a dime quarter stopped, backed, turned, and kicked back, handled, and delivered to an end zone for cheese. The best kind of trash, like that novel that she was writing. Oh man. So much as a rat to think, it must be the cheese, again. Password. Yes, rats have passwords, Dumas it thought up as it expected not to receive any more cheese, and none happened. Yep, works every time. The rat smiled and sauntered off into that great thing she spotted about near ten minutes ago. That was our connection, yes, plonk, and it was gone down under. Odd. Even so. So what's next? I mean, between facts and leisure. There's not ought to do or time for fondling, you know? I mean where does that lead pipe lead to? Under a siege of something from the sink again, drip the drop of pipe cranky it was too. Well, leave that, oddly ground up as it was, it was used to the chattering. Must be Van Derwell again, she tapped her pen onto the sink and imagined it speaking down the street to that rat, that had left in not search of more cheese, for another time, etc. The message was queued up. Perhaps the next tap of the pipe, as in turned on or unsettled settlement or place of just argument, would release the watery foul message, or whatever that rat got up to. Hopefully not this pipe. The water fountain was just over there. Its timbre was too in an awe to brief messages of joy, nor sorrow, borrowed, sparrow, fly by tri tie tread bread head gross photo. Backwards messages, or so she turned around to think through it. No. That's not backwards, it's just a stream. Blew the fish again. Stupid drought. This isn't a fab, or was it? She reached into her purse, and now pulled out. Well it was a stop sign. Where'd that come from? Over there slightly, as cars came crashing into each other. A whoops, she stuffed it back into her purse and the street stains vanished. Careful next time, officer. Wear your seat belt and don't use that leaf foot so much. It talks you know. To rats. Yes, I know ma'am came the reply. You were in the hospital no I'm not. I'm right here. And here. And here. She tore through pages in her notebook, pointing madly. Yes and turn here the officer in white pointed at his head and grinned. Wait that's not right, right? It's a draw. Yes. Oh alright. If you must must I? Yes musty oh and muck fluff. We liked the stop sign in the cleanup, nice one with the furry dye so yes, I forgot she hurried a sketch in the book and looked down expecting cheese. Damn. That never works. 
dash dash. So it's about this time, where Mrs. Dash is supposed to come in and tell you how much flavor she has for you, but in reality, well, it is quite good in small packets, designed not to be eaten by hospital staff, never served, and searched only by madmen and women who wanted a souvenir, to eat on imaginary tomatoes, and gooey eggs, etc. Plonk. That's your bit, eh? Twelve and a half cents? Where'd you get that? Indian quarter? She looked puzzled. Yeah, it takes two, eh, Tango? Strange footlings are under a wet stop muckery again, she took her finger out of her ear. Just radio again, chatter. Character asses were on the line again, or more like in a wave, or on a wave. Or waving, the jarring kind, no that was a repeat. Ding. Dong. Chocolate came to mind, but only as an endorphic rushed pice matter the wish rhyme with wand, and wonder, ponder. Alliterized. Okay full stop, that goes back there. Her purse flashed open and everybody stopped. That's cheddar, she smiled, and the pipe winked. It's time to head north, star, on point, for points, or so she thought, 11 by 7, 77, and that's my line. Anyway, it's punch up, and pub sub for the proceeds of a McMuffin, that was a Midwest bit of cow on grass. No rats, no cheese. Yet, though partnered on the outside, on a bun, for 59 cents in the 70s, weird combo meal, with a metal toy that was eco-friendly, and ran on sentences from snotty kids' hands. Funny them crib wasn't available, but the apple pie was. Not like the movie, unless you're into that sort of thing, which I am, not, though it made for a sequel, seeked, sequenced, and thus is this. A sequence sequenced just a bit more, and less and like the raven, Black but shiny specular and hair just invented for a digital version of the silver screen, emollient emollient and sprockets till we dance Dolby, eh? By right is a market in the upper west downward spiral note stock flash card, flashed a woman in the aisle, enjoy this for later. And her top was off, as she walked out into the middle of the street. Just for today, that's what the book said. F-L-L-L-T-L-L-L-T, it replied. Dash. Aquacu brings forth the tryst next and always for the fly right by writings of fifths of dim sentients and other imular o's in these letters, to be strung like cat got on a violo or hovered above and song about a word that hasn't yet been written, as in Ilmo, and sometimes why? And so here you are again. And we are too. And it's a funny world. When you give time to laugh, or believe that others do, which of course, is the course. Coursed in vain, like a griddle of sea salt that should probably stay safe in the ocean, or keeps the surface tension just for the rest of the clear water, revival. Yes, look that up the sky blue once and more again, and so forth, until we reach that pie in the middle, offset, with some craft. Oh yes, the non-repeating digits. You're welcome. Peace and love from sentience sentences in and around and about the love and willing friends of Pond Jeweler Gumuk San Francisco Su 2020. Hindsight. Chattering deep into the light bright lovings of patterned feet is. This podcast, brought to you on the Anchor.fm platform from the labs of AquaQ, Anchor.fm is available. For iOS and Android, brings a free and clear interface for. Your podcast creator genius, with royalty-free music and sound effects. That make you sound from the Radiophonic Workshop, with segments for you to advertise yourself in the cash money you sell. 
deserve. Available everywhere. Podcasts are free. Just do the queue. Bodies of electrons move through space, as do bodies of water, and bodies through water, or clay. Panoramic, ingest, sky electrics and earth groundwater, pure, but where does the city begin? Trapped up globules of sweat and tears, and sometimes a smattering of gluconic, antibiotic, tronic tonic juice, Rex 8 or what sidled tires wide in the middle of the street just. It's what is allowed to flow bowed up and sailing in the radio wind tunnels, mirrored on skyscrapers, passed through glass, gassed, and stead-footed cold plank as astral matter passes through a seam, seemingly into your pocket and down a trouser drain, just to watch a pizza being ordered for a faraway king. So this is, perhaps a city like no other, how could it be, and be just that, at this time, and why and how else could it be in another time? except for yesterday and the of course, course, course it up tomorrow, borrowed with a feather featured on a homing pigeon that lost its way. So many like that, these days, with a note, and no tray for dinner. Speck. But you may wonder, about stories from east to west, around tunnels, and blocked out traffic stops, a woman wonders to give your heart away for the good of somebody, herself, perhaps she hopes, to get to the west end. So many of these, past passwords through thin veils of imagined signs and lights and recurring Don Onwood signs, for some reason. They were cheap to make. So here we are, on demand, cable, for the watcher and the listener, and modifier, and the poppins, Mr. Umbrella and carriage return not with a pumpkin sauce in a glass slipper, again. It was a funny evening. So walk we did, whose was that? A set of eyes for the evening, and simulateness tryouts, dreams that are neither for or from the recorder, player, seller, better, for worse in fact. So strange that all the body parts came together in that packaged dreamery, some skill there, with further recording for actions to carry on. It was a funny day. So for example take tab A and slot B and a box and a circle and mush them together with a happy meal for 69 cents and you'll get the picture, in stereoscope, with a neither again, sent packaged up like cheese, rubber stamped and taped or was it string, or was it a ball and cotter, not a jotter fodder way? Perhaps. And so the hills are eye lines, and the feet escalators with stairs and dips and follows. Who agreed to yesterday? and did it work again today. Likening that to a whatever did that really happen kind of moment, one could believe anything for one moment for an entire escape, escaped, like the upper left key that we jab and hammer at like a first and last option. And so upright, we find the safest craze of all, the funnest power draw, the elements together for some such or another, as in a game of final jeopardy, when you know damned well it'll be on again tomorrow with the same guests, betting the same money for a word score, or however that's well played, I didn't spend the time to take the notices. Down. So we are lucky in fact, to have played a mighty play, and not finished it, as even Doom can play on a pregnancy test these days, funny compute that baby. To be absolute and serious, in such phantasmical ordering, that people just open up walls and let electrics run up and down their bodies, just to warble a bit, until the locks turn, 
Of course, Simplex has nothing but a 45-minute waiting barrel-aged oak stop. So play the numbers, wow who would even bet the lottery in this city, it's oddly even enough to pull several dollars out the coat pocket, and trot it across a glass table, to reflect on the poor choices which bring you to spend thrift into a city program that neither does good for schools for kids you despise or don't know in any account. But the sign lights up nice across the bay view and light brights are kind of a thing for anybody traveling well, sorts. So yes. I miss outside like a I miss inside now, and before, and later, and after, again too, and of course it daint end, it only just pauses, if even that, like a remote, controlled, now who left the batteries at the store again, you might say? Word plays aisles of pews in churches, or so I would imagine, like a book followed along with a finger, or was it a nose, or an eyeglass? Well I have to digress there. The wood pulpits are a little too narrow for this wild eye. They seem to dress nice. Which I appreciate. I would love to touch on faith, but the jokes still linger and I can't seem to get past past pastor tenses, even and oddly an odding of Nottingham near, again that word, did place not, except that priest house where the children gathered to talk about it, over a glass of not wine, again. That was a funny day, not too. So the mystics are likely at it again, just to question your questioning, just to be, imagined, and to imagine you doing what they want, it's all in good figures and speech, spoken softly at an angle so you just might get it, before you pass it by, or not, if you use your stupid voice. Trapped up in a mirror on the floor was she, so sorry for your avatar, I couldn't help but draw. Hope you got out, else best not dream of a water droplet disturbing your endeavor to see around a corner, just, fluid as it may be, relieved, as I remember. Much much more to relax and share and just be around, which is nice, which is kind of now too, although be it not of idealist realistic happiness, which we evidently didn't want anyway, funny, I thought we did, but I think we want it again, fluid and electrics. And Grease, like the play or made-for-TV movie, where the odd duck get the girl is as so many of those types of films. Receipt for the reciprocal is not required, to ride, nor is height, unless that's where you're looking, they might be giants would be a good cue up and so it will be, after a brevity in pause. Dot dot well that turned a sour apple patch off right ways. Oh well. So anyway, and that is justly brief to choose just any way, but even to follow, unless you'd like, but symmetry is kind, in kind, and of the, etc. you know. How. That. Goes. So Adlibs are your chosen adventure, open to page 23, for your golden age, radio, ratio, egg drop pot soup chicken and hen and the road less traveled, for a timer which soft boils, toils. Brings gizzards for Eddie or was that meatloaf, again, oh the horrors. Is it Saturday already? The brief on Halloween will likely be. Well. Um. Oh. Um. Well it'll be a cup of tea balanced on a salt shaker, which in turn, is burrowed inside of a hat tucked under a mother's arm, or perhaps her man, or one in the same, from left side right up, it's a makeup world. Candied waiting rooms flicker the sky to look for it, and lose a sack of sweets once more, down a hatch, eat, 
or was that soap again, nailed it, the gobbled streets or, well, we'll just wait and see. 42 lines and so much said already, it's this time where we hit the pub, sub, send, spread, spectrum, drummed up and rolled in a machine meant for the latter kind, kind of, on a tray of Coca-Cola no less, stashed and with a box of chocolates and champagne, in excess some time ago. It's this time, that we say hello again, and chill up. It's the notes between X and Y, I think it's Zentative from Odex, or was it just a knock on wood, blong? Cat hair on end for that one, not a meow in this latter stage of the state of the orchestral hands, but tune in the bass, and go catch a fish. Good night. Rye bread has fennel and that's alright too. The proceeding was a matter-of-fact gesturing of Uzi Ozular looks spotted old and howled at the moon which is evidently still shining, if only to steal thunder from kittens from the nodder side of the world, hello again, and try reading that right side down, peace. Higher levels are a and okay so long as you've got the current seeds of change. But to dip out of a lick a stick powder and expect your brain to work in moments towards the undoing of a what's being done with your chemical makeup, smackered on like a whore who likes sound of lifesavers gummed up alongside the bow of a shipyard belly full of rum, not light conversation, where they point and jab into those literal bits of ones and zeros for a simple walk on down the hall and a hammock to capture your buttocks, should you continue with that candy filling said a dentist on nitrous or was it Marvin the Martian, or just Steve with a uke, as a side gig. Then and now are very much the same, loped up as sticky tape if they've got their eye on you, and you can be looking completely, and else, and where, and never find them looking back to and in award for your chocolates to spreel the dwarfins and outs of a long haul of the aldehyl type. The wafer thing body, sheds not for wet playfulness for the longer term, as in eight, as in contractible like an umbrella on a rainy day which was yesterday, followed up a field of dreamery that being and dry may be fine like the city of Champagne when they've shipped all the stuff away, yes that would be a dry town and a drugged up planet with only one savior of a hole in the wall, or was that its glory, hum, for a nickel back, its redemption, valued at pi. So now, once again, as before and mentioned with an O and a wow which is perhaps a fancy no turned upside down, we bring the floor slightly back, so that we may walk slightly and forward, which is to say the tram will be ready and crew are now decking the halls with vapor. This is AquaQ Live and Studio 3 Mobility is just at today's start of Radio 11. 2021 and the January 9th. When Aria drives to town, she always turns on AquaCube from her bright mind in stereo. The Anchor.fm Labs blasts matter into the grey warbly bits of space and turns them bright orange and blue, and yes it's completely free to listen, but you know what you can choose to do is support Aria and Q and Miranda, in the name of freedom too, and subscribe, as in take a bit of dosh each month, and put it aside for the crew to meet your sensory sensibilities, right here, right now. Starting at 99 cents a month, AquaQ brings you an episodes every very often for the leisure of pleasure, and smattering of non-confusion, or just the opposite, depending on his mood. So do subscribe, and now back to regularly scheduled programming. Ground flooring meets in up skyline blistered wah pedal to the foot metal, 
want a trip for three to the city. Minds disconnected, out of the loop at 2x the distance. Sample it, the Zayig static with signal. Turn up the wah warm, modsticulate it, communize it, be we at it, we three play, the oa what's, central. The mental pause is when you're speaking, and moreover when it is being understood. Meet your chemical. This is your brain, get on it. Find your light, know your dark. Be focused without staring, air in your casting call uptown downtown no frown. Stream the consciousness on high def with us with the bigger GBs, flying with enough honey, honey, to make it, make it back to the beat, drop baby. Pause and you will find, the room, your vibration is everything. Choice is what keeps it warbled. That's it, settle it without settling. The keystrokes stroke it, then sign the signal, in cursive without cursing, express like quick and with characters, text, typed on these screens for your jeans to wear, to share and bear, care, like the cartoon you can technicolor in at any time, warble. Flow like the square wave rounded at the edges, visions on an oscilloscope to the meter, battered like French toast, to a toast, at a party, thrown up but not forgotten. When the open wider said the sound. To write in a stream is to walk like a fish. Fish or put, put peak poke your data into the empty space of new glorious universe, for us to enjoy, the vacuum lifted, shifted over, that newness that will never go away, is here to stay with the bite-side fire chatter that is the hive mind. Mind that tether, whether it and wear it well, done. This welcome message provided through the love of the consciousness of the near-around spacings of the underlings of our minds, the Aqua QC3W in now and for reals etc. San Francisco. Breakfast elevates the hearts for the action and fervor of feeding a desire for a twistry of taste by tongue through the thoughtful traveling of our gut feel, weighed in by sequences of tally smacked up jugular pokery to match the eyes to the stomach, by surroundings of those in good company. It's true, that a hearty breakfast is indeed just, and that is the distraction needed for the exchange of phalange gumuckery on the keys to let you in on the notes while simultaneously blocking out the 3D channels of talk radio, which, while surely needed at all times, these days, is a luxury to ignore for some simple damages, like this breadth of a poet, I am bicked on wicked up cherries and ferverments of elemental espresso. It was and is this particular morning when Q planned to re-up his game of living in this The Greatest Trials of Living Cities, a San Francisco of a daily choosing, call it a town, or the villain by villages, but not ought to bother the bots which operate the interior spacings of the underutilized internet. Ring. It was a kind of morning where the ringing started right away and the answering came much later, to the tune of the late openers of the offices meant to discuss options on which and the oaths and the weighing of means in a kind and gentle way. Oh to be social. Ducks indeed were in alignment, as comms sat idle but primed and with that knowledge, Q proceeded to lean a bit into the day by compartment department, imparted and stored like a straggle of shoes which perhaps needed a bit more sockery and the like. Waiting is a game played by those who wish to align their day through means and wills towards the beginning of any of those interactions which bear fruit, 
And so, the practice today is the disentangled bits of loop tape which have not yet been written, but were and are to be practiced anew for benefits of repetitious by non-repeating, digits by and five digits of the fidgety kindness which lands us into our next setting. Sip. Q sipped a bit into the air and noticed his adjustment. Sirens, not in a priming state, but observed nonetheless and coupled with the semi-complimentary ticky and tackiness of the tic-tac buildings going up in a down ground around the U-bend for answers from six hours ago. Left, center, right, and all was in general order to prod into yesterday with a hook to just gently pull a string of yarn over a furry spot of brain and hope the fluff clears. Oh no! That's a horrible idea said that bit of brain and snapped the yarn back into a ball and rolled it across the floor for the non-existent cat to paddle it for a bit. Oh it did enjoy that, perfect globe of a yarn not ever seen nor willed to again, and it clawed gently and bit it with its white teeth, from white fur, as a kitten, for how else would a non-existent cat be not seen? Brief inventory on hearts of proceeding, as gently as the kitten, where it carpet graded A levels with a preponderance of well a necessity of wellness of 85 percentage points towards the knot, and sewing and farthings few but far from a singularity which is on the top shelving of deliciousness to be divided by a summarization of a chance for a bit of gamey woo shyness which is where expectation provides our Frenston free energy. How can one return knot, when it's keyed up just right on a board of punchiness, to align our famed character cue upper left and as strong as the oxen of Moranuk jest, we sift gently for the flour which was meant for a girl but instead baked into a tossed up pizza with extra everything for the numbness of a friend yet to be discovered. Cue ring Miranda, straight up the telephone pole, or from molasses of rule 20, which affected his voice slightly as Warbly Copper hit its trough through to the water table, and chair balanced for perhaps a later afternoon of the odd kindred to visit and jinker in a meditative relativistic zeroing out of RAM plus failed bits which, while unrecoverable, were kind enough to leave their artifacts of X or and not. A further look at the situation brings the body forwards and forwards yet the clock is our demonic reminder to set itself back four paces, which is to say make it so, as in pacemaker. The Artificial Electrics Hello Q. Miranda finally picked up the phone after 23 rings. She had also been enjoying the warble, at a 90-volt addition from her own table, and a glass of water which was only meant for Jurassic Park moments. You on the letter, Q? She punched her query into the teletext on the lower thirds of her copper eyeball. The moat you send was a little runny, have you been eating eggs again, or is that his style? She grinned. Style, yes, as a comb filter at 60 may take the buzzing out, or it may level a playing field of bass which was meant to sign on to a techno dewdrop, although I hear they're taking theirs to 88 as per the triad and a soldering iron with flux core resin. I had an idea for a hat. Oh at that gravity and time came up again, for the dream and more where planets chattered for the benefit of their own clocking orbits in streams not only seen but swam for and about and in a not so millionth of a sub-second to excite the next electron with those bits of signal carried about their mating writ and written for a gentle honor of self too as to be known in the patterns which produce our re non-repeat, again and noggin. Yes, the air is fair and still here as well. 
It looks as if the discussion has suspended the gaseous shifteries, and we appear here and there, though fractal on a corner shopside stop, slightly unknown by signal, and if only. Well we could do with a bit of clearance. Was I the first person you called? Here, let me punch in a gesture just and slight, and... There's the digit. She flashed the hook, punched in nine, left it, and flashed back. Okay we have nine on a wire. Which means that bit is open from there to there, she motioned the point between the CO's switch towards its next grounded electrics. It must be getting antsy. Why don't you punch up the rest? She flashed them together. Q clackered in with a rolling set of tones towards the hillside, where Flix often slid around the faux wood flooring and flipped through news on her Kindle, the paper wire reporting type which was intended as fact. Oh hello you two. It's time is it? Come on up at your leisure, the couch is always a conservation, and the fridge is working perfectly, for its intended purpose of heat exchange for the small collection of Genevaites you've sent me. What that them? They drew all over the frosting. I think I may have gotten them a bit drunk, you wouldn't believe the poetry. I hope you're not cross, Q. Well, that explains this left foot, it seems to want to recite Grimm's fairy tales backwards without a cover, in hardback, but I'm staving it off for a smaller pocketbook and perhaps a lesson in traversing a toroid of a lifesaver candy and wean it back to paper, which is tougher than a soul whose sole purpose is to line a shoe in towards our destiny of evasions. Or speak and spell would be a very boring game. But. Miranda butted in, but we'll see the couch. And it will see us, she joked. It will take 35 minutes of travel, but lightly as it were, we'll precede the notebooks and you can just toss them around to look casual and all and well in the ness of necessity which is to say, we have some extra scrabble for our city today. Peachy, Flix drolled in her usual tonal sparked voice, and the tryst trust will carry on until the moon flips, folds, or otherwise indicates a tidal aloha in a manner liking to said doors towards the front and the rear of our, or, offices. It's lit. You? Eh? Said Q. Sure, Miranda piped down. Did you know you and Toy are very similar in language? I wonder if that how kids feel about themselves when they start using smartphones. Oh behave, was the pop rock culture clubby bit meant to cue the music, and it did, Miranda rose THS receiver up a few notches on her panel and plugged a quarter eighth into the vinyl cage, as she called it, flipped on a lighted LED single pole dual throw and scratched behind her ear as she hoped the scratchy record would find the diamond head, and, it did. D.E. Light. Leaving this on the level. Punching out. All. They all punched on hold and hung their receivers in place. See you on the inside they all grinned and turned and began to package up their days for a bit more of difference, from within and about haptics. Dot. And yet again, Radio 11 brings you our eggs and counters of parts, partings, 
partying weighing in light and means for travel from the lab's remote and unbearing FCC from a van named Charlie of the angular angel kind of ruckus which is meant to keep a school of fish from overflowing a tank, which has had a special dam engineering for it to do the crossover radio announcements, this is Aqua Q in a singularity of a Friday in toast motion, brown and hooey, with a BBC but for the kits at drum party ch panned left to right and jiggle just a bit like a potted plant piece plus love from lovely San Francisco, sunshine at LC3W. Chattering deep into the light bright lovings of Pattered Feet is this podcast brought to you on the Anchor.fm platform from the labs of AquaQ, Anchor.fm is available. For iOS and Android, brings a free and clear interface for your podcast creator genius with royalty-free music and sound effects that make you sound from the Radiophonic Workshop with segments for you to advertise yourself in the cash money you so deserve. Available everywhere. Podcasts are free. Just do the queue. Tonight it's just a simple excerpt from World Without Mind, The Existential Threat of Big Tech by Franklin Four, where we pluck out the bits about the whole Earth catalog counterculture of Apple and sentiments about the inklings of why systems and networks were are and will be important in every aspect of human engineering. Peace and love from AquaQ, San Francisco. We are as gods and might as well get good at it. So far, remotely done power and glory, as via government, big business, formal education, church, has succeeded to the point where gross defects obscure actual gains. In response to this dilemma, ND to these gains a realm of intimate, personal power is developing, power of the individual to conduct his own education, find his own inspiration, shape his own environment, and share his adventure with whoever is interested. Tools that AT, his process are sought and promoted by the whole Earth catalog. Brand's manifesto distilled the thinking of the commune movement and then advance it in crucial ways. Technology, he argued, had created the ills of the world. Oh, NLY technology could solve them. Tools, liberated from the hands of the monopolists. TS and militarists could empower individuals to become more self-sufficient and more self-expressive. Power tools to the people, you could say. If some of these sentiments sound familiar, it is because they have echoed in dozens of Apple.com commercials over the years. In a way, this was a theory of radical individualism and self-reliance, a forerun of Silicon Valley libertarianism, but Brandt had studied the works of such thin curs as Buckminster Fuller, Norbert Wiener, and Marshall McLuhan. All of his intellectual heroes wrote about the importance of looking at systems and networks. Th. This was where the notion of the whole earth came in. Brandt wanted his readers to t. think ecologically, to see how everything relates to everything else, to understand d. the place in the web of life. As the back cover of the catalog phrased it, w. We can't put it together. It is together. The whole earth catalog is a foundational text of Silicon Valley, which helps Akko. And for the culture of the place, despite the venture capitalists and the Teslas, Silicon Valley. What to write, human. The origins of man and woman. Oh wait, that story has been told. You've got to let me know. Should I watch a full-length movie on YouTube? With Michael Spiegelman. On Mutiny Radio. Come on and let me know Should I watch a full-length movie on YouTube? L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T 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 So 
you gotta let me know. Do I watch a full length movie on YouTube? Welcome to a very special episode of LWAFLMOIT, a clash filled episode. Now, to me, they're the greatest band of all time, and I'm not alone in that opinion. Back in the day, they were called the only band that mattered, and that was true to me. So, 1983, The Clash were on top. They had risen out of a scene in London to have two hits around the world with Should I Stay or Should I Go and Rock the Casbah. And that's why where we start our show... The Clash were fresh off of a tour opening for The Who worldwide, and now they were back in London and making a movie. Why? Why were they making a movie? For the hell of it. It wasn't a record company project. No one approached them. This was Joe Strummer interested in getting into film, and he was experimenting, almost like a home movie. All was not well with The Clash. Topper Heaton, the drummer, was out of the band. He just could no longer function due to drug abuse. And there was tension between the remaining band members. Mick Jones would be asked to leave the band right after this film was completed. So this film is the very last glimpse of The Clash before it all fell apart. And... It's, it's in the part of London where the Clash were born. It was their stomping grounds. And we're going to cover this for you in true Spiegelman fashion. Now, stay tuned after the movie for an interview with Derek Goddard. Derek Goddard was the man they were grooming to be the new drummer. And he's a main character in, a, 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 in this film. And we get a, get a great in-depth interview with him after we learn a lot of stuff. The last thing I want to talk about is the soundtrack, okay? Now, this soundtrack is an interesting soundtrack. It's alternate versions and, you know, recordings of the rehearsals. This soundtrack is great for the Clash fan. However, if you're not a Clash fan, you're not going to listen to this soundtrack and fall in love with the Clash from it. No, this is for the Clash aficionado. Interesting uh, behind-the-scenes kind of look at their music as they were doing some of the recordings. If you know The Clash well, I recommend that you listen to this film just for the soundtrack. I watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Hey, it's time for L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. And Carl. Hi, Mike. Hi, Carl and Carl. You know, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T is the podcast name. And you can search any of your wonderful podcast devices for it. Subscribe and not even listen. But if you want to listen first, stream mm -hmm. it. Check it out. Let's Watch a Full Life Movie on YouTube. is on Mutiny Radio every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're on right now. <laughs> Great to check out mutinyradio.fm. Uh, it is our sponsor. Take it to a website called pcrcollective.org. But from there, you can check out the programming, you can subscribe to podcasts, mm -hmm. and you can listen to live comedy. Uh, it's a great station. And always hit the donation button and donate, and you can donate on Venmo at Unity Radio. So, Carl, we're going to watch a full length movie on YouTube. Yes, we absolutely are. And, Carl, and uh, what's the movie today? Okay, we're going to watch Hell W10. 1983. 
Wait a minute. Hell. L H E L L space W one zero W one zero. That is the German pronunciation, yes. H-E-L-L space W10-1983. And the channel we like is Hexen Definitive. The other one has commercials, so Hexen So that's a big deal. You can tell it's Hexen. It, it was posted officially a year ago, and uh, the other one was eight years ago. Mm -hmm. It has a lot of ads. Okay, so uh, do the Carl did do H E double hockey sticks <laughs> W ten. That's what you need to type in. And uh, when you find the link uh, on the channel uh, Drexen regular, go ahead and click it, and then hit pause. Uh, play any commercials that you need to play. There's no commercials, but hit pause and then move it the the your slider. Your, your slider, your time slider, time slide your thing to zero ten. Your uh, time slider to zero zero zero. Hit pause. Uh, we usually, uh, if you like the show, we're glad you're listening. We have a really special show. This is a really cool movie, yeah. and uh, a lot of cool people behind it. So right. we'll take it away with our celebrity comedian countdown. Okay, today's celebrity comedian countdown is not a comedian at all. It's the actor who is in one of the actors who is in this film. Uh, what? Yeah, Derek Goddard. Derek Goddard. And so let's have him do our countdown. Okay. You are about to hear a very special episode of LWAFLMOYT, a clash-filled episode. One of the greatest bands of all time, my Beatles, The Clash. Okay, now in 1983, The Clash were really on top. They had risen out of the punk scene in London, and that brought them fame and accolade. But now... They had hits around the world with Rock the Casbah and Should I Stay or Should I Go? And that's where we open up. 1983 in London, they made a movie. Okay, now, after Combat Rock was released, Topper Heaton, their drummer, was asked to leave the band just because he couldn't function anymore due to drugs. And they made this film, Mick Jones was fired, and The Clash, as we knew it, dissolved so this is the very last glimpse we get to see of the clash all together and we're going to cover it for you in spiegelman fashion here on lwaflmoyt in 2003 a clash dvd box set was released called the essential clash and it was just months uh after joe strummer's death in 2002 and this DVD box set contained a movie called Hell W10. Hell W10. It's only 50 minutes long. It was filmed in 16 millimeter. It's black and white. It's in Notting Hill, uh, Landbrook Grove. It's all in London, but what's special about it is that is the setting, the stomping grounds, where The Clash lived and breathed. In this film, you see all the members of The Clash and their crew. One of the members of that crew was a gentleman named Derek Goddard. Uh, he was in his 20s at the time. He, they were grooming him to become the new drummer. And I found him on, on uh, out there on the interwebs. And after we watched the movie together, Stay tuned for an interview, an in-depth interview with him. 
uh, about his experience making that film and is about his experience being with The Clash for that very short window before it all fell apart. Last thing I want to talk about before we get started here is the soundtrack. Now, as you know, when we watch a full-length movie on YouTube, we turn down the sound, okay? The, the soundtrack is really interesting uh, rehearsal ta takes, uh, alternative takes of classic Clash songs. Now, if you don't know The Clash, you're not going to fall in love with them listening to the soundtrack. It's really for The Clash aficionado to hear some interesting things. Okay, ready? Here we go. Theme song, Clash-based, and then it's on to Michael's magic. Darling, you got to let me know. Yeah, I will pull like movie on YouTube. With a Michael Spiegelman. And call on Mutiny Radio. So come on and let me know. Did I watch a full length movie on YouTube? L W A F L M O Y T. L W A F L M O Y T. L W A F L M O Y T. L W A F L M O Y T. So come on and let me know. Should I watch full length movie on YouTube? Hey, it's time for L W A F L M O Y T. That stands for Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. And Carl. Hi, Mike. Hi, Carl and Carl. You know, L W A F L M O Y T is the podcast name. And you can search any of your wonderful podcast devices for it. Subscribe and not even listen. But if you want to listen first, stream mm -hmm. it. Check it out. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Is on Mutiny Radio every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're on right now. <laughs> Great to check out MutinyRadio.fm. Uh, it is our sponsor. We'll take you to a website called PCRCollective.org. But from there, you can check out the programming. You can subscribe to podcasts. Mm -hmm. And you can listen to live comedy. Uh, it's a great station. And always hit the donation button and donate. And you can donate on Venmo at Uni Radio. So, Carl, we're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Yes, we absolutely are. And, Carl, and uh, what's the movie today? Okay, we're going to watch Hell W10, 1983. Wait a minute. Hell? Hell, H-E-L-L, space, W10. W10. That is the German pronunciation. Yes. H E L L space W10 1983. And the channel we like is Hexen Definitive. The other one has commercials. So Hexen. So that's a big thing. You right. can tell it's Hexen. It, it was posted officially a year ago. And uh, the other one was eight years ago. Mm -hmm. It has a lot of ads. Okay, so uh, do what Carl did. Do H-E double hockey sticks. <laughs> W-10. That's what you need to type in. And uh, when you find the link uh, on the channel, uh, Drexton Regular, go ahead and click it and then hit pause. Uh, play any commercials that you need to play. There's no commercials. But hit pause and then move it the, the your slider. Your, your slider, your time slider. Time slide your thing to zero. Ten your uh, time slider to zero zero zero. Hit pause. 
Uh, we usually, um, if you like the show, we're glad you're listening. We have a really special show. This is a really cool movie yeah. and a lot of cool people behind it. So right. we're all taken away with our celebrity comedian countdown. Okay, today's celebrity comedian countdown is not a comedian at all. It's the actor who is in, one of the actors who is in this film. Uh, what? Yeah, Derek Goddard. Derek Goddard. And so let's have him do our countdown. Okay, and I haven't heard this yet, but this is probably the best Derek Goddard interview I've ever heard. I've gone through all of my questions, got a lot of info from you. Is there anything you want to say to the audience about this film, about the making of this film, knowing that we're about to watch the whole thing? Uh, For me, try to be, like, open-minded in a sense that there was a lot of realism involved not not so much like obviously in the in the in the story and the characters but what you what you get to see is real like lab grove yeah and and you know to be honest like a lot a lot of the characters we we you know we don't have like you know spend time you know prepping and makeup and all this sort of stuff it was literally joe's like okay action right you know so, so it, it, it's kind of not that far from like, you know, like how we how we kind of was, you know. And that sounds weird, but it's almost there's a part of like if you if you love the Clash, this is real Clash history. You get in a you get in a real window. I know the story isn't the easiest to follow, but um, you know, you got the music, and that's all. You know the real deal, and in in the and the imagery, and you know, the setting know is very genuine and legitimate. That's what the everything felt and looked like. You're really getting the experience of being there at the time. Yeah, and and, and Joe great. and Joe literally like used like all the clash. You know, like even Mickey Foot's car. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That that is there's a scene where you know driving around like London, and um, you know Mickey lent his car, you know, and and Joe's like used all Clash, you know, aficionado, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So people and props and environment and setting, everything was. You're really getting a snapshot. It's a piece of history, and uh, right down right. to a lent car, yeah. A history, right, right when before again, it's important to think that really that was the last thing that every like Mick and and Paul and 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 Joe were all you know together. Do you know what I mean? It's the Country. very last glimpse. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, so uh, count us down, and we'll all watch this film together. So the countdown. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, go. Well, Carl, I have to say that was a really interesting conversation. And again, I stand, I don't stand corrected. That was the best <laughs> interview I've heard. Well, wait guy. till you hear the interview after our show. Oh, all right. Sounds good. Now, uh, we're, we're watching this just coldly, but can you give a little information about this movie? Okay, so well, right yeah. now we're in Landbrook Grove. It's London. It's London. Uh, right. but. Landbrook Grove, and this guy is a blind man on a train, and we're hearing the song Version City by The Clash. It's an interesting soundtrack because it's like out, not outtakes, that's not the right word, like recorded rehearsals and 
uh, interesting tracks, instrumentals. Now you you are the number one Clash fan, and yeah. have you ever heard these tracks in, in this movie? Well, that's what's they, interesting. I have, but in their originally published form. So here, it's interesting. It, it's a little behind the scenes. You hear their musicality. Now, you, one of the things we love about the show is that we love when rock stars make their own movies. So I'm really excited. I had no idea that uh, Clash made this movie, Joe Strummer. Yeah, I'm almost nobody did. And it was almost lost forever. Um, the place where they had it stored went out of business and they just destroyed all the tape. They just threw it in the garbage. Um, uh, but somebody had a videotape somewhere. Um, 2003, there was this thing called The Essential Clash. It was like, you know, they're trying to make money off of The Clash, right? So it had right. all sorts of special features, including this movie. Um, was it a box set? Yeah, that kind of thing. And it was you know, Joe, Joe Strummer died in 2002, so it was pretty timely. This was the very last thing The Clash did together before they broke up. Now, we, we should mention for the record, you have seen The Clash live, and by Clash, I mean after the breakup. I saw them both, before and after, yes. Best, best shows you've seen? Um, yeah, I would say the one in Asbury Park was uh, a perfect, perfect night uh, for a 17-year-old boy, you know, and it was um, just, it's all foggy because it's on the beach in Asbury Park. Um, I mean, outside of the arena, it's all, fo it was all foggy that night. And so Joe was like, we got us 40 cases of imported London fog. It was just great. What a night. Okay, oh, that's good. Yeah. there's Paul Stimonen playing the guitar, and there's his disgruntled, unhappy girlfriend. She's just not happy with their station in life. And for some reason, she wants out, and she's about to get out. She's, no, she's a British punk rocker. Like, she's right. OG. Now, look, there's no special effects here. She's going to really pick up a guitar now and smash him on the head. It's not a special effect. No, it's a real guitar. Let's see if it breaks. Five bucks it breaks. <laughs> oh, that really does hurt. Joe Strummer <sighs> was directing this. <laughs> they just were they fans of the Three Stooges? No, <laughs> no, they were not. Okay, oh, here's a... the bad guy, Socrates. Okay, oh, what are you talking about? Socrates is a good guy. Uh, well, in Greek mythology, yes, yeah, but in. <laughs> But in Landbrook Grove, he's the meanest of the meanest. Now, that is Paul's girlfriend who has now walked out. Okay, we're back to the blind man who continues to recount the story. He's making a recording, you see. Oh, so now when they found this movie, were, were there, uh, was there, there wasn't any sound, right? And, uh... That's right. It was, this was always intended to be an, a silent film. And I think at least Derek Goddard, you'll hear in the interview after this movie, feels that it was um, meant to be played while the Clash, behind the Clash, as they as they did a concert. Uh, wow. Yeah, so it'd be like a live performance and behind them would be, um, watch. Now look, Paul sneaks up. 
bam, he smacks Mick and the Socrates in the face. Look at that. Oh, I bet she's going to have to shun her. Look, he hopped on the car. No, this is all one take, too. Yeah. Didn't, didn't this play on Fish Burgers back in 92? <laughs> oh, this is much better than Fish Burgers. This is 16 millimeter moment. Okay, look. You see his black eye? Socrates is informing me. I see his black eye. Somebody smacked me in the eye. We can't take this shit. How cool is London? It's London, right? So yeah. is the name of the title like the address? So uh, of like yeah, eight. there's a postal co code which is W10. It's Notting Hill. Um, oh and really? So, yeah. I love that movie. That's delightful. Oh, wait, wait, you, you Julia can... Roberts. <laughs> no. No, you know, it was actually, it was based on her true life experience. I was in Notting Hill and I bumped into Julia Roberts and I'm like, you're Julia Roberts. It's like, no, enjoy this movie about an astronaut who looks like me. And I was like, whoa. And we started to date and the neighborhood really got gentrified. And it was, uh, it was a really good film. And then she left because she had another movie. <laughs> okay. Well, really beating each before other. all that happened. Now, look, this is what happens to people who don't pay Socrates protection money. You got it, Spiegelman? Well, don't you think it's ironic? Because I would need protection from them. Subtle racism here. He says, are you auditioning for the lead part in Black Superman? Subtle. It's subtle. Who's making a joke again? This guy's name is Ray, and he was a longtime bodyguard, and he's going to be a main character in this film. And these are all friends and family of the clash? Yeah, I wouldn't say family, um, except for like the mother of his children. I don't think at this point is in it. But I wouldn't say family, but it's the clash and everyone around them. All the crew. Um, Do the Pogues show up? The Pogues? Yeah. There's the Gabby right there. She is yeah. the mother of Joe's children. She is, uh, I really don't know her story, except I only hear nice things. This is a malt shop. <laughs> well, this is supposed to be a bar, right? But it's all real alcohol. And they did take after take after take after take. <laughs> Not since Marvin's room. They were a realistic meal. It was just a drunk night. But there is a storyline going on, right? Or are they just kind of talking? Yeah, the storyline is Paul's girl left him to go, like, be Socrates, like, porno girl or go-go girl. So now Paul is mad. So he punches Socrates in the face. Socrates isn't going to stand for that. This guy gets caught up in the protection money thing, so Paul befriends him. Okay? And so now they're learning who is Socrates in Lambrook Grove. You know, he's the top. Right. He's trying to be the toughest guy in town, he is. In Lambrook Grove, there is a lord. Listen, I got to say, I had a great time uh, meeting Derek and interviewing him, speaking with him on the phone. He's just wonderful. And uh, a lot of inside information in the interview after. Now, I have not heard his uh, interview uh, at the time of this uh, recording. And uh, although I've seen his stand-up, he, he was great. And for a New Jersey comedian, he mm -hmm. really had a, good, a tight set. But uh, so I don't want us to repeat 
information that he revealed. And it's cool that we have an after interview as well. Yes. Man, Message is, received. Message received. Are, are they um, waiting for Lenny Bruce to open? What's going on? <laughs> it does look like that. Like um, that dance hall one we saw. The filmed in 16 Bruce. millimeter black and white. I guess he was a rock star. Now, there's not, now, these are all real punk rockers. Well, they're friends and family. Why am I saying family? They're like roadies and chicks and girlfriends, and they're all the class. Gotcha. Now, I actually is, Socrates is making a porno film behind, you know. Right. He's a criminal mastermind, Socrates, and he makes porno films, too. Oh, photographs, no less. You can mm -hmm. buy them in uh, downtown shops. <laughs> I was in Shepherd's Bush. Two quid, eight pop, and I got me a porno mag. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Uh, yes, hello. I would like to buy the Daily Fish Mongers newspaper. <laughs> oh, wink, wink. Here we go. Let me go in the back, you naughty boy. <laughs> Uh, Socrates just made him. I would okay, so like so He's uh, saying, give me the address of your old boyfriend because he's getting his ass kicked. All right, so we do have drama. That's right. Look how he overacts. He, Mick is the best thing about this film. I, would, I don't know. There's other great things too, but Mick is a really good thing about this film. He overacts. Hey, you lot! Go on this well, house just... and bring them round, eh? Now, you, you've shot silent movies on 16mm before. You have to overreact. What a monster. Ah. <laughs> That's right. You see, Joe Strummer directed that this, and this is exactly what he wanted. You see, it clenches his fist. Yeah. He's like, I want you to overact. And Derek likened it to Buster Keaton. You know, big exaggerated movements and walking a little quicker than... You know, a snap to your space. Okay, so they're off to pick up Paul. Now, look, you see the snow flurry? The internet yeah. claims that this was, like, filmed in the summer. But yet Derek got his first phone call from Joe to do it in February. And you just saw snow flurries, right? Yeah, I just saw the snow, so it's not really summer. Guess who's not home? There's uh, Carl. There's snow in London. That's the sun anger. Socrates is calling. Da -na 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 -na. Socrates is calling. Do you so know London calling? Yeah, I heard of it. Yeah, that's the one where they uh... call London. <laughs> call London. It's a famous album cover. Yeah, that really is a great cover. That is like one of the coolest clash clash songs ever london calling i mean yeah so many but that is a real fucking rocker really like radio clash kill radio clash is well, great well i i vote for lost in the supermarket <laughs> no <song>. no <laughs> that's probably the, the great song no but that's uh, the unhippest clash song you, you, you the girl song oh you know what's even better than uh, lost in the supermarket what? The B-side to Lost in the Supermarket. What a great <laughs> song. No, no. Listen, Clash fans, Lost in the Supermarket was the B-side. 
Oh, give me a break. You know, the, the top of the you know box. Do you know the English Civil War by The Clash? Greatest rock song ever written. Do you know it? Nope. Well, it's your lot. <laughs> let me pull out my left hand and I've got those, the Clash songs I know. This is one. This is England. Oh, terrible song. Well, <laughs> not a terrible song, but yeah, the, the Bad Spirit yeah. song. That was probably their best song. Oh, oh uh, when you reach the bottom. Oh, I'm thinking of Bad too. Excuse me. Uh, what else? There was uh, oh, some pretty class songs, of course. They no, wait, a, wait, wait! I got to tell you plot now. You see, yeah. they're looking at all the porn. They are taking forever. And Joe Strummer's saying, "Like, oi, make it like he's really horny, right?" So, you know, they're now Paul is outside the window, and he is finding out that there's a stash of porn he could steal and sell. Okay. I mean, Paul is going to get this, Socrates. Look at this guy. It's like Spider-Man. He's a regular Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Now, look, there's no special effects. That is a 22-year-old, 23-year-old Paul Simonon who just shimmied up the side of a, of a Lambrook Grove flat. He, you know. Paul Simonon is the bass player? Yeah. And I had the pleasure to shake his hand once, yes. Nice. He's, Posing figure. Of course, I'm such a little peewee. He's so tall. Oh, I am mate. Look at that. You see him falling down? That was yeah, real. That was real. Now, Ray is really limping there. That really did hurt him. Yeah, there's no, like, second takes in this film. Well, they did no, he did a lot of second takes. This is really as polished as it gets. He, yeah, you have to admit, it's a really well done movie. You know, there's no <laughs> my nice ass kiss, my no now there's no script. Joe Strummer was just telling him, You do this and you do that. He just directed them um as they went along. Now he had a whole story in his head, but he never wrote it down. Did they um uh I guess until they run out of film and then they got an ending or something? <laughs> no, it really was. It does have a plot that goes all the way to the end. That doesn't make it good, but it, you know. Now they, for for music videos, like I mean, they were a '70s band for sure, and they were definitely like the, the premier punk band. But they also had a lot of te television appearances and and kind of their their iconic posters and T-shirts. But when music video came out, I guess Rock the Casbah was like huge video. Yeah. And also, um, Should I Stay or Should I Go was a huge video. Yeah, that's right. And what they did is <clears throat> they toured with The Who, but in the video, they make it look like everyone's filling, uh, you know, giant stadium for them. Well, yeah, you flaunted when you got it, you know. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but it was a little deceptive. It was a little deceptive. Well, yeah, I don't know if you saw my music video live at... Uh... Red Rocks, right when I opened for you too. <laughs> when I opened for you too, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, it was. It was me, uh, Chumbawamba, and then you too. Greenville. Now they're breaking in and just stealing the porn outright. They're tying everybody up and holding knives. I mean, they're really being criminals here. Now they're robbing a cr a criminal organization, right? So I guess that makes it okay. But these are our heroes. So that's a real night. 
Yeah, it's a real knife. And there look, goes the film. okay, the guns might be real too. We don't know. It never gets answered that question on the internet <laughs> or in person. So, uh, I'll talk about that when the guns come. Okay, is there going to be a placard that says "bang"? That'd be so great. Look, he can't get out. He can't get out. Yeah. He'd be seated. I'm Thank acting. You. I am acting. Now, there, first. This. there's Joe Strummer, and he's a cop. Really? That's ironic, because he fought the law. And the law won, Mike. He's... They said, you're a cop now, you is. You're a bobby. Now. If you can't, you don't join them. All right. Again, Abby is driving the getaway car. They're hiding Slide. the porn right now. They're hiding it in a stack. And do you see how Gabby's overacting, looking around, making sure no one's watching? Drive, I said. Now, uh, here is Joe Strummer as a corrupt cop. Oh, he's going to take some here and there? Yeah, he's, and he's splitting it with his partner. Uh, what was that James McElroy movie? Filth? Where it was about like a corrupt cop who was actually uh, had a secret. That's, that's what they would call the cops. They would, I, I can't hear you so well. Oh, there was a movie called Filth. I believe it was Filth. Where uh -huh. it was about crooked British cops. Uh-huh. One who had a weird, uh, uh, had a deep secret. But uh, the term came from, like, slang for cops. This is a great banana rama song. Uh, la, la, la. So they have successfully stole the porn. So now they're like, we got to sell it now. Who are we going to sell it yeah, we got a flog. We saw we saw a couple of good uh, late sixties uh, Soho London swinging movies, right? Like yeah, uh, the Venus from Starship. No wait. Yep, and Starship <laughs> Venus. Yeah, and in that they go save Nick to close, and they say it here too. Look how they light his they light his magazine. No, on they're the just fire. going off. Just straight out jackets. Look at that. He's killing. Oh, so it's like fire. way back then, that would be an acceptable prank. Okay, here comes the blind man, and I don't know why, but he is Again. the bearer of gifts. He shows up at the wrong time. We're trying to flog porn here. Look. Uh, Are they illegal in London? Yep. Well, actually, it was rare to to actually see a gun in London. I, Derek will talk about that. I think these guns might okay. potentially be real. <laughs> what a tax write-off for a rock band. To <laughs> right. bring your guns and, uh, yeah. Now, he's been ripped off, and he's like, what am I going to tell my partners? Now, watch Mick overact. It's great. Look at that guy, oh, I'm broke. 
You, what are you, a monkey? So great. What? He's got his white gloves on. Yeah. Oh, he's getting white glove service. So he's had enough of Paul. He's so crazy. Now, in real life, Paul and Mick were a point of contention in the band. Uh, And what is suspected is that Joe really did this on purpose. If you look at who are the like the the partners with Paul and who are the partners with right. Mick in the film, it's real life people who you know. One's his guitar roadie named, named Digby. One is um, uh, Cosmo, who's you know like they're all in the movie paired up like they are as friends in real life, friends and supports. That's pretty cool. Paul again. We like to hang out downtown. I like to wait at the top of my throat. Now, will they beat up mods or rockers? Yeah. Like, are there enemy mods or rockers? No, you see, that was about 25 years, 20, 15 to 20 years earlier, <laughs> there would be mods and gotcha. rockers in Limbrook Grove. That, those days are over. It's punk rock time. There was a, like Peter Weller and all that, those guys. What what they're doing now is they're scouring the street for these LW10. Right. Get back, you drunk. You run out. Wow, that's yeah. uncalled for. Look at that California weather. <laughs> oi! Oi! I says oi! I want to use your I want to use your restroom. Well, you you have to pay it. Uh, how much? To pee? Yeah. <laughs> to pee. To That's pee. right. That's... I have to pay to pee? Yes. Yeah, that's right. To pee. Exact change, please. I cannot <laughs> split a pee. This isn't split pea soup. Look at him scouring London growing. That's pretty cool. So he just stuck the camera out the window. Oh, look, Dom DeLuise. No, it's Jim uh, Henson. Now look at this gag. He like inspects their palms like he's a palm reader or something. And then they're all befuddled and confused by it. He's Jim Henson. He's like, smell my hand. He is huh? like Jim Henson. Guess where it was? Uh-oh, keep more driving. Look at that. That's a great ashtray. Yeah, that's a great ashtray. That's a classic ashtray. That is 1984 in my car with uh, Kanichi Sugahara. Listening to The Clash? Uh, yeah, I would say. Um, London's burning. Da, na, 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 na. London's burning. All across the town. All across the night, everybody. Okay, look, this looks like it's uh, Jim Belushi, uh, John Belushi to me. Let's say Jim Belushi. Yeah, or Jim. Oh. It looks like a Belushi, then third brother. That's a classic Joker movie. You drop your gun. Go see your clown pants. <laughs> now, look, Derek, uh, who we do the interview, he's about to smash into them with a the bike. Oh, so this is the guy we t- you talked to? Yeah. 
Well, we've already seen him in the film. I didn't call him out right away. Look, John Belushi. I'm telling you, that's a Jim Belushi movie. Now he doesn't look like Jim Belushi. I think Chicago. he's the third Belushi. Right, there's uh, James Belushi, Jim Belushi. No, wait. Jake? Jake Belushi? So they're the same person. Ah. John Belushi. John Belushi, Jim Belushi, and James Belushi are the three Belushi brothers. I've said Belushi so many times, I can't even, it doesn't even, it sounds like a nonsense word to me now. Who's that? Belushi, Belushi, Belushi. Okay. Now, what Derek has found out is that Socrates is meeting with all the mob bosses in London tonight. Okay, so he's going to tell that to Paul, and they're going to scratch their heads about it. Where are they going to go? Like to a uh, place that has snooker? What? A place that has <laughs> snooker? What snooker? Is that a game? The pool game? Yeah, that's a pool. That's a, that's a really cool game. What was that cartoon that was draw Andy Cap? Would he play snooker? Yeah, he would. He would go. Well, he would play it really and come home really late. And I don't know if you know this, but Mrs. Cap was not too happy about it. <laughs> right, right, with their frying pan. Okay, this is all real, man. There's no special. I mean, they. Okay, that's not true. There is a special effect later. Oh, really, Godzilla? No, it's a. It's uh, should I ruin it? No, no, it's a short movie. Yeah. Now, this guy uh, was a roadie. Uh, his name is uh, The Baker. Um, and um, his name is August. Well, I'll put it up in a second. But he uh, would tour. You know, he was like the drum tech and all-around roadie. He was a can-do person who got things done. So he's helping behind the scenes with this film. He's lugging around all the lights and... Uh, cameras and props and <clears throat> okay so now they discover that in their porno film some of it is filled with heroin ah uh, i usually fast forward that part that's what yeah we don't need female role models that's why the um they're so interested in this stash of porn and they're out to get him so bad because he's costing them a lot a lot of money right now So, but they're excited because now they can sell the heroin. That's right. But usually, when I watch porn, and when they do heroin, I just fast forward that part. <laughs> when you watch porn, oh, now I'm with you. <laughs> I don't need reality in my porn, right? Let's just see the sex. <laughs> okay, now they've decided that they're going to give a note to Paul. His name's Earl in this thing, but it's Paul Simonon. So they're gonna they're gonna like give this guy acid or something and a letter. Now why don't they just go to his house? They know where he lives. Seriously, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. This is uh, Daniel Flanagan, and he owns the Sheben they've been hanging out in, and they're giving him acid and a letter. Isn't that dumb? <laughs> You think he's like, no, whatever you do, don't throw that acid in my mouth. Look at him. Ah, ah. Overact. I'll take Overact. Oh, no. Are you sure it's acid or is it like Benny's? 
Well, um, and wash it down with some liquor. Um, you'll see in a minute. Uh, it, he gets fucked up. I don't know if it's acid. He has a hallucination, a single hallucination. Oh, cool. Is it in color? Uh, no. <laughs> that would be great. That would be great. Nope, not, not in color. Oh, that's the guy talking. Mindbender. There's Danny O'Keefe. Kids taunt him. You're a mindbender. You're a mindbender. <laughs> How can you tell? Uh, Look at him. Oh, giant bats. Julia Roberts everywhere. Watch out for this unfocused camera. Now, Doppler effect, sound effect. I want to. I want to help with your movie too. Sure. Can you go in the middle of traffic and just record it? Uh, the lights got it. And yes. roll them, roll oh. them, mate. It's so great that all the roadies uh, and worked on this film. Did they get paid? Yeah, they did. Right. Yeah, Joe funded this whole thing. Uh, he, they had to process the film, they had to edit, they had to buy the props. So um, the guy, the, the baker who I was telling you about, he like got all muddy and gross in the last scene. There's this hallucination. Did you see E.T.? Yeah, E.T. That is like, late dates this movie. There's no way it's like a 70s film anymore. Like it's not late 70s punk. Now look, look at this bloke. Come with me, Danny. Look how good acting he is. He's great acting. I think he's fucked up. He just loosens his... Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's, he's sleeping. I'm just throwing him down the stairs. All right. We need some popcorn and video cassettes. Stat. <laughs> he's obviously yeah, been to the dog track. Now, that's just some local colloquialism. You know what I mean? Maybe not literally gone to the... Bring my stuff to the canal bridge tomorrow at midnight or kiss your kneecap goodbye. And that is when our film's going to end. When they he's at that uh, meet. Wait a minute, so do we see his kneecaps getting going goodbye? Or... <laughs> I don't want to ruin it. Is it real bullets? Then they hit him in the kneecaps. I just don't want to ruin it for you. Okay. <clears throat> so now what they got to do is dump the heroin. So they found a buyer, but just for one bag. So they're going to sell it to the buyer. But, Mike, it's a setup. What do you mean setup? Socrates men. They're lurking. Interesting. Now, what are these characters? They look like they're aliens, the way they're dressed up. They're early 80s fashion, I guess. I guess, yes. This is 1983. Nope. You have to let me know. Was this movie, like, for its personal use? Did he plan to distribute it as a film? Was <clears throat> it a promotion for the band? Okay, so it's unclear. There's, there's, he, he, I think that he did intend for this to be a serious film. And then when he got it all done, he saw that it wasn't you know, Quentin Tarantino, um, even for his, like, for instance, he loved the movie Taxi Driver. It influenced him. 
and he wanted to make a film like Taxi Driver. But I mean, look at it in black and white, 16 millimeter. Look at how the lights are all up on their face right now. It just wasn't. Look how out of focus that is. It's, uh, yeah, it's a lot better than it should be. Yeah, it's a lot better than it should be because he paid money. But the thing is, he just did it himself like Fishburger. Do you think it was sequential? Like he just he started from the beginning and then shot everything to the end? No, it wasn't sequential. That's why I strongly feel he had a serious script in his head, you know? <clears throat> I mean, look at all this matching action. and I mean, di he did this whole thing without it written down on script. Okay, so they're getting away and even getting away with some of the heroin. So look at the overacting. Dr. Teasley's yeah. kid. Excuse me. Look at that light. Good, I say. Good, mm -hmm. to you, sir. Rankin and Shaken. It's a oh, yeah. night. Now, here's a funny part of the film. They sneak past the guy, and they don't have to play their five quid, three pound note, Bob. I just okay. want to use your bathroom. Right. Two people. Yes, that's the right. Bad guy. Right. Hey, oi, it'll be five quid a pop. I'm so great. But I'm so great. I'm just would, so great. As a silent movie that's been rediscovered and reissued, uh, and, and our guests uh, sync that music, are they, what kind of music is playing now? Well, I was wrong about that. Don Letts did the music. Uh, what kind of music is playing right now is like Clash backing tracks. Here, let me... Well, I believe you. Now, this is a song called Justice Tonight, um, and it's on Black Market Clash. But the thing is, this version is just an instrumental. It's like that throughout. I got you. It's only interesting to the Clash fan. If you heard this soundtrack alone, you'd n you wouldn't become a Clash fan, you know? This is only interesting if you really know the record. Now, are you the type of guy who has a burnt CD of this music, or like you buy bootlegs, or? Well, you know, I mean, I bought all those records back in the day. They were out, you know, thirty-three. Oh, yeah. They were vinyl, and uh, then when CDs came around, of course, I switched to CDs, and I got all of those. Nowadays, everything's on the internet, as you know. You really don't need to do any of that. Yeah. Thanks, Grandpa. Okay, this is one of my favorite scenes. Look how Mick is so... Well, <laughs> did you get him? Did you get the... He goes, oh, we fucked up, boss. And he's like, I'm ruined! I'm gonna be a clown from Glasgow to Stepney. <laughs> he, oh, so he's not one of the mob bosses who get, like, super angry. Sorry, boss, we couldn't get him. We Will Smith was, he was just too fast. <laughs> just too fast. Bang. You want to end up as a pillar over the tower canning fields? You feeble clump of insects. He's ruined. You see, okay, this is the last glimpse of the clash together. Uh, it was 1983. They just got back in their tour for um, uh, with The Who opening for The Who. Combat Rock was old news now. They were big, famous stars. Right. And the band was just about to break up. Um, there was forces pushing them apart. 
One of them was the manager, uh, Bernie Rhodes, uh, and others lobbying to fire Mick. And that's what happened in September of this year. So this is their very last thing together. There's Gabby, Joe's girlfriend. So they, Mick was kicked out, but the band continued, and you had seen the new class, as they're called. Yeah, but the thing is, <clears throat> they really weren't the same band, right? They had two original members, but... Okay, so the drummer was let go because he was really a drug addict, and he just couldn't continue. Uh, and then Mick got fired. So they made... Let's see, two years later, Cut the Crack came out. It was called This wow. Is Cleveland, and it was uh, The New Clash. And yeah, that's who, that's, I did see them live. Uh, seeing them in Asbury Park, though, that was the real Clash, and that was... For sure, yeah, that sounds amazing. By 1984, Big Audio Dynamite was happening, and Mick was having a lot of success with hit. Uh, yep. The Clash broke up in 86. They, they did not have a hit with their record. It was 88 in the U.S. I have to say, big audio dynamite. You know, they, I could, they could, I could use my left hand to count some good songs from them, right? Uh, the bottom line song and uh, one with the horses are on the track. That's right. Yeah. Rhythm and percussion. Now look, Mick is a great actor in this. He's in front of the police chief, and the police chief is like, "Why are you coming here? You'll get us both." Thrown out, you know, everyone knows that, you know, I'm on the take. Now watch what he does. He snaps his lighter on, and Joe Strummer is going to be real impressed. Clicks it closed. <laughs> Look, oh, I got, this is my favorite part in the whole film, because he goes, how do we know that you're not double-crossing us? And Mick Jones is going to go, who, me? <laughs> <laughs> The blood called her on that. He's got a big gang. He nicked the, the kit. He's telling it all. Yeah. How do we know you're not doing a double cross? Watch it. He goes, who, me? <laughs> <laughs> Damn you guys. No, no, no. He's got it all wrong. Oh, my God. He's telegraphing it across the street. Some people outside the movie have said, still need to see his performance. Now, Paul decided to run round and shop him to the cops. That ought to fuck up Socrates. He doesn't know Socrates is in cahoots with the cops. So he's going to spy him and then run away, and Joe's going to try to chase him a little bit. But he, so, you know. I'll back here, you! He looked like blues Quick, use, use your key. There you go. This part of the film I don't understand, and I've seen it eight times. Really? Why? This is a sixth movie. He's either stealing a car. Look, he's hot wiring it, so he's stealing a car. Right. But why? It doesn't serve the plot. Then he's driving away. He's got a shotgun with him. It doesn't serve the plot. Now look. Two cops just happen to be around, and they see him. He's not wearing his seat belt. Just pull him over. This doesn't serve the plot at all, you see. It's just criminal life, right? Make, I make guess, yes. Have to deal with bobbies. 
1983, that's when they started wearing seatbelts. Yeah. Christmas Day. I mean, New Year's Day. Uh, no, Year's January 3rd. Whoa, January 3rd. Okay, so. Oh, so. January 1st. He, now, look, he called him the monkey. Right. Jesus Christ, the monkey's got a shotgun. That was not polite. And, Mike, it gets yeah. worse. It gets worse. Maybe that's the point of the scene. We're ready. This guy, like, got tripped. Now he's being back to the station, and Joe Strummer will pour the racism on. Mike, would you read our interstitials, please? It's all right. Would you I'm, a, I'm a slow reader. I'm dyslexic. I, I can't read. I'm illiterate. <laughs> And the second. So if I didn't know how to read, it'd be a problem. The Liberation Army of. Oh, man. Oh, right in the gut. Now. What does it mean? So, watch how uh, Ray will pull a move and get the one up on the cops for just a moment. All right. But does the law win? Uh, I'm not so, sure. Look, pow! He fought the law. And the uh, law won. Law. Sneer! Sneer! Uh, now the gun fought, fired. And and what? Now we're somewhere uh, different entirely. Well, that's it. The scene ended with the bank. What more do you want? <laughs> okay, now. Paul goes out, and who should come over? One of those gangsters who's mad, okay? And he does a shoot-up scene. It's kind of dumb. Shoot-up heroin? <laughs> the heroin's done, I guess. Now, look, he, Joe Strummer's making him do it with an axe. Right. Here to ask you a question. <laughs> oh, is this a, is this a, one of those polls? You want me to ax me something? <laughs> Hiya, chop! Now, Gabby oh. hairsprayed him in the face. Right. You see He's how her of... hair always stays up? Do you think that has practical effects? It, it's super strength tang gel. He's actually uh, axe murdering. Yep. Now, look, Paul has come home to find an yeah. axe murderer. He's not going to tolerate that. Oh, no. Now, watch this terrible, terrible effect. Oh, my God. It's the there worst. There we go. Ouch. Oh, that looks. Eyeball. Eyeball. And eyeball cord. Ooh, eyeball juice. The baker made that. He created wow. that special effect. Now, that's His name great. is Barry August, and he was with them from 76 to 83. He was uh, one of their closest friends, and he's a drum tech and a roadie. Look, he shoots her dead for what? For what? So the kabud go on her forehead. He must shut her on her forehead. 
Now, if he was shot in the head, I mean, what, with a thirty-eight, It wouldn't have looked like that, right? Right. This is a silent 16-millimeter film. The blood's going to look goofy. <laughs> Shot in the eyebrow. Now look, he's about to do heroin. Yeah. And look, you're not going to shoot me. Oh, look, I'm acting. I am acting. I'm dying. I'm dying. <laughs> he's just listening to Joe Strummer tell him what to do. Okay, you're dying. You're dying. Show it. A little more, a little more. Back to our blind guy. We do this every now and again to remind us that we're being told a story. Uh-huh. Stagger Lee. 